Kebmo. Keb, keb, kebmo, kebmo. <laughs> is on Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. This week's mini-episode, Kebmo and the Craft Tent. Kebmo, one of my husband's favorite artists, was performing at the Kansas City Rhythm and Ribs Festival. It was an outing for the whole family. We set up our blanket a little over to the side, but not too far from the stage. It was a great spot. We were up on a little hill so that it was easy to see the stage over all the other concert goers in front of us. The field was full of Kebmo fans, ready for a great concert. We had spent the hour before wandering the booths set up in the back of the field with our three girls. Aaron was nine, Hannah was seven, and our little Grace was just three years old. There were lots of fun and interesting things to do. A craft booth where the girls made lovely visors out of craft foam. Aaron's meticulously decorated with music notes and kitties. Hannah, I think, wrote most of her name on the front before she got distracted by the bouncy house right next to the craft tent. There was a long line, but the girls got a chance to jump once before we needed to head over to the front of the field where the stage was set up. We all enjoyed the concert. It was a beautiful afternoon, not too hot, which is amazing for an afternoon in Kansas City in August. Grace, my baby, was happy to sit on the blanket and listen to the music and watch all the people. Grace has always loved people. Even as a tiny little baby, she would light up with smiles and laughs when extra people were around. Hannah and Darren were enjoying the afternoon, too, listening to the music and digging holes in the ground looking for bugs and making flower crowns from the clover. After the concert, Randy took Aaron and Hannah up front to meet Keb Moe and get his autograph. We didn't have any paper, so the craft foam visors would have to do. Grace and I stayed in our spot, but I was interested to see the girls meet one of their dad's favorite artists, so I was watching them walk down to the front and talk to the musician. But when I turned to make sure Grace was doing okay, she was gone. My heart skipped a beat and my stomach turned upside down. Even as I type this, I can feel the sensation of terror. She was nowhere to be seen. I quickly scanned the crowd, so many people, but I did not see Grace. I had heard many cautionary tales about calling out the name of your lost child. Not that it would make a difference to Grace if a stranger knew her name or not. She would happily go to anyone who smiled at her. How was I going to find her in this mass of people? My heart pounding, tears running down my face, frantically running through the crowd. I imagined all the worst possibilities. Where could she be? Okay, stop and think. What would a three-year-old Grace want most from this afternoon? Her dad? Her sisters? A Kebmo autographed craft foam visor? That's it. The bouncy house. 
One turn of jumping was not enough, so I turned back towards the back of the field, and sure enough, there she was, smack in the middle of the field on her way to the bouncy house. One lone little toddler, no fear, only the single goal of reaching that bouncy house. I took off running towards her with lots of fear and overwhelming relief. And as I was on my way out of the crowd, I heard, No running, please, he said with a laugh. I'm sorry, sir, but I will be running because that lone little baby out there is my baby. As I caught up to her, I scooped her up and I squeezed her tight. She just laughed and pointed at the bouncy house. No bouncy house for you, little miss. Let's go find daddy. Randy and the girls had just gotten back to the blanket, ready to show me their autographs and tell me all about their adventures, having no idea about Gracie's little adventure and my near heart attack. Randy gave me a what's-up look, for I clearly had not recovered. I handed him Grace so I could give my attention to Aaron and Hannah and said, I'll tell you later, but don't take your eyes off of that girl. Grace just smiled and pointed at the bouncy house. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogieland Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username On Carlson Drive. Please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Join us next week for a new episode. Until then, thank you for joining us on Carlson Drive. Carlson Drive.